No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Apple hitting the mic. <laughs> no. Shop tour bus. <laughs> Shop tour bus. Shoptourbus.com or at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram. You should go there right now there. while I'm talking on your phone and type it in. 
YouTube browser and go check out the amazing stuff they they're doing. Press their app button and then they get they could actually just go to Instagram and do at shop tour bus and it will take them there. Yeah. And they could see all the cool Siri stuff. Or whatever. It'd be Alexa, Siri, nice, all yeah. those damn things nice. nowadays. Ice, Denise, I don't know. Something. Wow, man. <laughs> but you just tell Shout it, you know, Denise. go there. Hey, go to shop hey, tour Denise, bus. Hey, Denise, take me to shop tour bus. Yeah. yeah, she's got an attitude. She'll do it, though. <laughs> wow. Listen, guys. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Festivus and all that stuff. Festivus well, to the rest to of Hanukkah us. Hanukkah right now while, while we are. That's true. You're yes. true. Yeah, so. yeah. Festival of Lights. Everybody awesome. gets something for Hanukkah. Yeah. You should buy somebody something for Hanukkah at yeah. shoptourbus.com. Yes. You're going to get some really cool... Grateful Dead inspired, designed T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and when you order stuff from them, not only do you get just the thing that you order, because I mean that's cool and everything. You paid for something and then it comes in the mail, but this is special. This actually comes with intention and love and purpose, and it comes in a specially designed box with some bitch and Grateful Dead lyric on it. And it's tied with like magic twine and it's got a bootleg tape and a pencil to spool a tape with. And it's got candy and, and other goodies. Goody. That's Apple's favorite. I got to say that's, that is your favorite. And goodies. Cause you it's don't know what to expect. Too. They're all different. They're all one of a kind, mm-hmm. specially made by the intentions of that person that made it. All those people, Luke and all them. That's mm-hmm. like, we're going to be doing doing the boxes of our little tchotchkes and stuff that we're going to throw in there. What are you talking? I don't know what you're talking. Oh, 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 that's oh, right. That's we're right. doing something with shop tour bus, right? So <laughs> all of you out there that purchased the no simple road shop tour bus, transitive nightfall of diamonds, t-shirt. Some of those shirts are going to be packaged by the no simple road crew. Yay. Here. Luke just sent me an email today and I saw that the shipment went out. The boxes and the shirts are on their way to the house right now as we speak. Yes. Yay. Yes, they are. And Thank we need you guys. to purchase certain articles that I will not disclose on the air so that we can surprise the folks out there. But guys, if you're listening to this and you have bootlegs that you don't need anymore, don't listen to, or want to share with the family. Shop yeah. Tour Bus is low on bootlegs that they send out with their orders. So get a hold of Luke through Instagram or through their website and help them out. I think there's a thing on there that says they're willing to barter for that stuff. Yes. Yeah. So for you tees could. And that's and kind merch of a standing and... thing because they're always going to be supplying tapes for their orders. So if you have some at any time, uh, hit them up and send them out because they would love to have them. And in actuality, you're just giving them to other awesome people that are. Yeah, it's like tape trading yeah. with people that you don't know who's going to get it and you never hear from them. Mm-hmm. But you but still you know get the good karma. Yeah. And the fun. See? Mm-hmm. You just participated in a really fun game and didn't even know it. Yep. Now All you know. by going to shoptourbus.com. I know. Or at shoptourbus on Instagram. And they got the steal your tape stickers back. And and our shirt again, guys. And our shirt. If you listen to the show, that's a shirt you should get. It's cute. Well, too late. They're going to continue selling the design, oh. but it doesn't have the No Simple Road logo on the oh, back. Oh, sorry, guys. But... I'm sure that congratulations. (laughs) Wow, spit it out, Apple. Congratulations to those who did. Yeah. Sorry. And those people are going to get a nice little shout out on the show if they left comments on there. And 
Yeah, we yeah, have we a lot have of fun. Th- that's right. We have things to shout out for those who order. Yep. Wow. So go to shoptourbus.com or ask shoptourbus on Instagram and have fun, man, and get more than you bargain for. Yeah, well, guess what? What? We got another sponsor. What? Yeah. Who? Kush Bottles. Oh, so, I've heard of Kush Bottles. So I think I think it's kind of cool, man, that a cannabis company like that is supporting No Simple Road, and that is something that we can get behind mm-hmm. here, you know? Yeah. Something yeah. that we believe in, yep. cannabis, the magic of the cannabis plant. Yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's the industry I work in. So Kush Holdings, it's a publicly traded company under the ticker KSHB and the parent to innovative cannabis industry leaders such as Kush Supply Company, Kush Energy, the Hybrid Creative, industry leader. and Kalito Packaging Solutions. And they give like a range of services and products for like the legal cannabis industry, like child resistant packaging, gases, solvents, vape products, and other stuff. Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. I didn't know they did all this. You didn't know they did all that? No. You said that at the, the first supplies you were, yeah. for, for vape carts and packaging material, you know, tubes. How are the carts? They're, they're great. Yeah. Our, our experience is like a very low failure rate. That's awesome. Yeah. So they've been around since like 2010 and they've sold more than a billion units. And they sell to more than 5,000 legally operated medical and adult use dispensaries, growers, and producers across North America, South America, and Europe. Um, They have a presence in five of the largest U.S. cannabis markets, as well as sales presence in every major U.S. cannabis market, with offices in Canada and China. Cush Company Holdings subsidiaries and brands provide exceptional customer service, product quality, compliancy, knowledge, and a local presence in servicing its diverse customer base. So if you guys want to learn more, you can go to kushco.com forward slash podcast to learn more. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with becoming more educated about all the stuff that has to do with the cannabis industry. It can only help you and it can only help us and it can only help the cause. So check it out. Go to kushco.com forward slash podcast to learn more. I just got to say, that was amazing, brother. That was a mouthful. That was very well done. Thank you. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. What's up? This is Ryan Stasek from Humphreys McGee. This podcast is part of the Osiris Podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts, connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and of course, lots of music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics Magazine. Osiris. So we're in the basement, and you may hear some clippity-clopping above us some creaking some yeah you're gonna hear it man it's it's our son walking around in his room you might hear him screaming at his xbox at some point so (laughs) just a heads up just wanted y'all to know that hey now no simple road family welcome back back. hi Hi. we're in the basement it's cold out yeah we had to move inside that was a unanimous decision there oh that was say that again apple unanimous (laughs) (laughs) unanimous (laughs) so 
<clears throat> How's everybody doing this week? Um, I guess I go first. Yeah, I'm looking um, at you. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out with the baby nonstop. When I get off of work, he's... I thought you didn't want to talk about the baby. I want to talk about the baby all day. Okay. Anyway, he's a little yeah, night true. owl, and he loves to be up when I get home from work at night, and then we get to hang out, and I change his diaper, and I sniff him up, and it's just been the cutest. Yeah, I don't get any of that anymore. I'm just... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody changes, Nobody my changes diaper his anymore. diaper anymore. Bullshit. Nobody sniffs him up. Oh, poor Aaron. Um, okay, anyway, back to the baby. <laughs> uh, enough about no, Aaron. No, man, life's been at an all-time high, and I know Literally. that if we play back a few episodes i'd probably be saying the same thing but for real like <laughs> right now favorite. for realsies this time this is yeah, definitely man, your new it's favorite not every the day baby. that your title gets changed you don't Whoa. just go around being you know mr and then a mrs every day so when your title changes from something to something else that's a big fucking deal well explain to the beautiful people out there what you're talking about the beautiful people no what are you talking about sorry um us becoming grandparents to probably the most amazing little prince anyone will ever know so you are officially a g-ma a g-ma g-ma and i am papa aaron yeah yep yep that happened they're ogs original grandma and grandpa right og in the house don't fuck with us. <laughs> I ain't fucking with you. I gotta say, for grandparents, <laughs> fucking, I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> for grandparents, we fucked it up this weekend too. We, re- we went to two CRB shows. Oh shit! Fucking cut a rug Saturday night, dude. Had an awesome interview with Adam McDougal on Sunday, Sunday. morning. That was hanging really out, fun. chilling here with him on the porch. Yeah, that happened, guys. You're gonna have that. That's your but, and there's sure. zero evidence of it except for the yeah. So here. okay, and I, <laughs> I just it. I just want to say I something. missed it. I was out of town before he came over here. <laughs> I was like, Ryder, don't let me forget to take a picture with him while he's here, so that we have proof that he was here on our porch. And he didn't. And he was like, set a set a reminder on your phone. You don't want me reminding you anything. And that was that. And then we did the interview and we hung out and drove back to the Revolution Hall. And, and I got home of, and I was like... Adam oh. got out of the car and was like, so is that it, guys? Do you guys have everything you need? You, you, you need anything? You need tickets? You need passes? Like, No, we're cool. He's And then Aaron's like, no, we're cool. Mind you, zero pictures, zero... Halfway home, I'm like... We fucking forgot to take a picture. So then I was like, text him. And then he was like too scared to text him. And so we didn't do, we didn't see him. And we were going to the concert that night. But, but that's cute. Though. That is cute, though. All that, like, you didn't didn't cross your mind. It was your friend. Yeah. I don't take pictures picture. with you when I hang out with you. I mean, well, yeah. we do sometimes. Yeah, we do. But, well, but that, I mean, yeah, you know do. what I mean. That's, yeah. I know what you no, mean. No, it's yeah. just, it proves to me that it's just the real life living is so much more necessary than capturing it for somebody else because you're capturing it right now for you yeah, and yeah, it was fucking rad what happened. yeah it was well, really you know un- it felt great to like feel any kind of feeling whether it's anticipation or like you think something's gonna happen or whatever you want it to be just right and then you he comes around the corner and it was literally like you came home from the airport 
he was just that relaxed and that chill and Darwin didn't even bark at him. <laughs> and like, it was just, he was a sweetheart. He was intelligent. He was funny. He was no bullshit. He was silly. Like, he's a I can't wait to hear. I still haven't heard it at this point. I was gone. I was out of town. Yeah. In a nutshell, I went, I went so to much. Vegas to go Fleetwood, see Fleetwood Mac with my dad. Uh, which was uh, reliving my first concert ever in 1977, seeing Fleetwood Mac with Little yeah, River Band opening. Yeah, so old. Yeah, I know. Uh, 42, 42, One. 41 years ago. And I went with my dad, and my nephew. It was massive. It was awesome, but I missed this. And I can't wait to hear it. At this point, I haven't heard this interview yet. So, but that's not this interview. This is this is something completely oh yeah. different. Oh yeah. Okay, we got. I got sidetracked. Stick that'll with be, it, man. That'll Come be on. Next next week. Give it the program. This is about so, the baby. Back that's coming the baby. Out, that's coming out for Christmas. That's our Christmas gift. Christmas to the No Simple Road family is this interview with Adam McDougal. And now this is where Ray tells Apple to shut up. This is where I tell <laughs> Apple, hey, hey, pay attention, man. Okay. We so anyway, this week we had a grandbaby. Yeah, that's what this. That's is That's what had happened. This is. Jasper Hazel Levin win episode with his parents. And he actually appears in the episode, in the interview. He he does a little talking. He's only yes, 14 he days old. He did have something to say. Yeah. He was letting us know that his diaper was soiled. So... <sighs> soiled diapers. I you know, it's it like you said, the the title change came. I am now grandpa, Aaron. And that is super cool. And you know what's even cooler than that is the ability to hand the baby back when the diaper's full and be okay with it. Because <laughs> when you're dad, That's you gotta your hold on no, to the you baby. You wanna know what the coolest thing is? It's the ability to know what to do anytime. Yeah. And that's what's that's, rad about being a cool. grandma. Like, no matter whether the baby's crying, hurt, sick, happy, annoyed you know what to do no matter what yeah if you think about it like there's never i'm not gonna ask someone else what to do with right the baby. or like you're me if my grandparents had been around when we had our kids when they were little if i didn't know what to do i would have called my grandma or my grandpa and been like he's turning purple and his hair is falling mm-hmm. out what do i do and grandpa would have been like, turn him upside down and take his shoes off or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. You just do this. Yeah. That happens. So now you and I are on the hook. We are on the hook. And I don't even know. I'm cool with that. I'm though. cool with I'm way cool with that. That baby looks in my eyes and he knows I've got his back. He knows it. I have never seen more piercing, all knowing, <laughs> all understanding. Well, Simon's eyes were. Yeah. But this little Simon dude could read your mail all day. Yeah, this little dude is like <laughs> he, he looks does. at you and, and connects to the inner deepest part of your soul, and you can see that there's been lifetime after lifetime after you lifetime. You can reason with him. <laughs> I've, I've reasoned. I reason with him. I do. How do you That's reason all, with the fucking because t- I say like I don't want say stay awake but don't be fussy and then I'll, I'll I'll keep moving if I keep moving then don't act like that but I'm like telling him in a cute way and it's us too and then he'll start to fuss or whatever and then I'll just like lift him really high and I like start working on my core with him keep him moving so, and... yeah so he's helping me he's like my little therapy baby. So, I yes. also that's rad. I also, I, but he also responds to Reiki too. 
Okay, he does. T- let's talk about Sometimes that. Sometimes he doesn't want it. It's too much. For I want to hear more. <laughs> what? Like, I've given him little facial massages, and he, the way that he relaxes and, like, his whole face gets, like, really, like, just wide, and his eyes open up but they're closed. I don't know how to describe it. And he gets this little, his mouth opens a tiny bit and his jaw relaxes. Like it's the cutest baby face in the universe. And he just lets me do it over and over. And then I'll just like pet his head, like a little cranial massage. And he just like is, he gives in, like he gives in to me. Well, I mean, if you think about what Reiki is, it's movement of energy, right? And a baby is pretty pure still. I mean, he just incarnated. This being grew inside of our daughter for nine months, and then this thing incarnated into life. When he was in there, totally, yep, and showed up here with all of his whatever past life memory, whatever it is that you think of. But he doesn't have any of the bullshit on him yet. He doesn't have. All that ego stuff. He's he's his computer is completely clean, and, and the he's, and the whole time he's been in there too. He he was at Eugene Dead and Company. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. was at. He's he been. To, uh, um, was it Humphreys or J Rod? He was at Pigeons playing pigeons. ping pong. Pigeons. He was at, he was at Eugene and Dead Sydney's and Company. And Sydney's been to plenty of concerts in her pregnant life mm-hmm. before yeah, she was with been to Swim in LA. Yeah, he's he's a little musical baby, and he and I was playing. Loves, wait a minute. The what? baby loves Radiohead in Rainbows. Yes, yes. In Rainbows favorite, is Jasper's favorite, favorite album. album. If he's fussy, you put on In Rainbows, he chills right out. Weird fish. Yes. <laughs> and I, when he was in her belly, I was playing Grateful Dead to him. I did the singing bowls on the belly, too. He's just such a sweet angel heart and he's beautiful to boot like he's so he's so perfect and he smells good and he loves me and i don't know you guys being a grandma is probably (laughs) the best thing that's ever been granted to me darwin darwin is totally snoring yeah darwin's been good with the baby yep I have to give it up. Darwin so, does not like little kids, and he... He has, worries about it. Every time he cries, he's like, mm-hmm. what, what, what he do wants we to do? do something. What do we do? Yeah, he wants to, to handle it. Well, I would think, like, dogs have an instinct to love puppies. You know, like, mm-hmm. the, fa- the dad dog doesn't eat the puppies. It, mm-hmm. it fathers them. Yeah. So they know what's up. But I wanted to say to everybody out there, I owe you all an apology. We didn't put an episode out on Sunday, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I was coming back from a trip to see CRB here in town, and I was a little out of my mind, and we didn't have it together. And so we, I'm, yeah, we, yeah, it's we. This, I was, we're I was, all on this bus together, man. I was I'm out of town. Apple's gone. So it, that like, too. Yeah, yeah it was gone. Apple's fault. Yeah, that's so what it was. It was Stevie Nicks' thing. fault. Okay, it was right, Stevie we'll Nicks' fault. Blame it on Stevie Nicks. No, but that's not going to be a habit. I just want you guys to know that out there. I'm it not. Can, gonna, it might be a habit. Sometime. It could be. I'm, but I, I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting right now. Remember, we already said we weren't ever making promises. I didn't promise shit. So I'm just saying it might happen again, guys. It's very. It's very. It's already happened again because we're. 
I think I remember you apologizing before. It's so. very unusual. This is twice. I think this is the second time. Yeah, thanks. Not See, even, Apple, but, but thank late. You. It was it was late. I don't think we've ever skipped. Yeah, one. we've never skipped, but we did skip this week, and just we'll know that out. that's not we'll my my goal. And I I feel weird when we don't put something out now, like. It's weird not being together, yeah. like this weekend and stuff. Things, yeah. yeah, it is it's weird. All, it uh, was weird. Or try to avoid that for now on. I mean, but things it, it was definitely fun because we also had Jake and Bryn one night with us, and that was that was a blast hanging out with those two. Um, they were exhausted from a night of hanging out at another concert as well, so we were all just kind of exhausted and stuff. But it's different when you're not there, Apple. It's so different. On, <laughs> on Sunday night at that show, there was a moment. It it wasn't as crowded as Saturday. There was uh-uh. a lot more room to move around. Mm-hmm. The back of the... And they jammed not harder, but... Longer. Like, yeah. yeah. And I had that whole back aisle to myself. And there was a moment I was so high. And dancing in that aisle. And I could see like the energy in the room and feel it coming through me and connecting all the different people in the room to me and like swirling it all around and I thought to myself this is the greatest fucking feeling in the whole wide world right now and the dude next to me opened up my eyes and the dude next to me opened up his eyes and he goes isn't this the best fucking thing in the whole wide world and I was like (laughs) oh shit did that just happen? What does that have to do with Jasper? Absolutely I was going to say, nothing. we got off track again. We're talking about CRB. I was CRB. just thinking myself, yeah. We were talking right. about not having an episode out and why. And I'm, Oh. You see? Oh, Darwin farted. He's snoring He's and he farted. Out. Okay. He's Dar- snoring and farted. We'd like to include him on the podcast, I mean, but... I mean, should wow, we kick him dude. out? Well, right. it's too late now. Fuck Let's it. do the business before we get yeah, off track. Yeah, down to the business. Right. So, you guys know... About oh. this part of the show by now. Follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. Follow us on Facebook at No Simple Road. Head over to www.nosimpleroad.com, and that is where you can get all the news, sports, and weather for No Simple Road. <laughs> if you click on the top at the family tab, that's where you can sign up for the newsletter. And if you hashtag your post on Instagram with found family or hashtag No Simple Road, they show up there on the family tab as well. I think there's like 20 of the most recent Instagram posts with that hashtag go up there. So if you want to, you know, see your stuff on nosimpleroad.com, that's how you can do it. And then also, if you want to interact with the No Simple Road community, with the wider like family part of No Simple Road, all you guys out there that are listening, um, you can go to the Reddit. It's uh, r forward slash no simple road and there's a lot of cool stuff happening there you guys and it's really cool to see that you guys are all interacting with each other and it it as we go on with the show longer i'm seeing that people are interacting with each other and getting to know each other through the show and that's yeah. the that's the coolest fucking part of this whole thing to me cooler than meeting the musicians cooler than it's part of all of it. But but that right there is the coolest thing to me is that there's a community growing out of this and that people are hooking up with each other and and finding like-minded other people out there to share experience Remember with. Remember our episode with Claire and Chuck? Yeah. How we were talking about how the Freak family, that's how a lot of people are finding love and they were just one couple of many that have gotten together because of the music and so... 
one of the guys uh, who said that somebody that wrote in and said that we're like the best band without being a band best band that's not a band yeah, <laughs> yeah right like um <laughs> you know people that understand our vibe that are attracted to our vibe get where we're coming from so you're clearly going to find other people out there that you know have some of that same feeling so it's a good starting point you yeah. know and and it's cool too because all these shows are being announced now dead and company's coming up to the fucking gorge and umphreys oh. mcgee is playing down in eugene and up in seattle and J rad's playing down in eugene and dark star and all, all the stuff that's going on around here and also out in the wider country like you guys can go on that reddit page and hook up with each other and go to shows together. If you don't have people in your town to go to shows mm-hmm. with, you can go on the Reddit page <laughs> and find other people to hit these shows with so that you can have a crew to hang out with. So check this out. I was at work the other day and this one girl moved here from San Diego and she said that she was bummed because she went to this concert at Mississippi Studios the other night and she didn't have anybody to go with. Her plus one bailed Aww. out at the last minute. And so just like Aaron was saying, like it'd be rad if you guys, you know, were in a situation like that like it's always cool to go up by yourself and explore but maybe go by yourself plus have somebody to run into and go simple real family chat for a minute you know even if it's just for one drink's worth yeah i mean if you if you listen to this show chances are you listen to the grateful dead chances are you probably listen to fish chances are you listen to all these other bands so the other people that listen to this show listen to that stuff too so you guys all have all have something in common and it's a cool way for you to get to know mm-hmm. each other and it grows the community and that's a fucking beautiful thing is you know all of us getting together and sharing that love light and being cool with each other mm-hmm. so that's watching Reddit. out for each other yeah and keeping each other company yeah man holidays can there's, be weird there, you know like there's nothing more be- like better than having a really fucking bomb ass time somewhere and you have a picture of yourself enjoying in the moment and you didn't even take it like it was from someone else's perspective and then you see it and you're like oh shit like mm-hmm. that's really cool or i didn't even realize how beautiful that was or whatever those are yeah when somebody else captures yeah. your, your moment yeah which... so we had yeah we had some moments like that at the gorge for sure that were mm-hmm. captured a lot of times actually but yeah like that's cool to be able to be that for somebody else and to want to be hanging out with each other so keep it up guys yeah so that's reddit r forward slash no simple road and if you want to support the show monetarily you can do that through the patreon that's patreon.com forward slash no simple road and to every one of you out there that have Oh my helped gosh. us out there you guys. you guys are the best man you you really do make all of this possible for us and we appreciate you more than you can ever know i mean I've, i say it every week like it it pays for the hosting and the website and all that stuff but beyond that it's you guys have gotten us into shows and you have helped us mm. buy vitamin C powder when we needed it. Well, and it makes us proud. Perp- it gives us yeah, purpose. Yeah, you guys are perpetuating our adventures. You know, you guys are helping us keep it going. So <clears throat> on our own, our jobs, we're keeping our own lives afloat. But what you guys are doing is helping us to 
um, live our lives beyond lo- what we're yeah, doing. It. And yeah. you're loving us. Yeah. Everybody loves to be loved. We know mm-hmm. we're being loved and we're yeah. loving back. And we enjoy seeing people coming up to us like um, Moonbeam Machine. Yeah. That was rad. <laughs> that was rad. That was really rad. Yep. But anyway, we'll talk about that in another episode, right? Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's patreon.com forward slash no simple road. You can give as little as a buck. All the way up to a million dollars. If you want to give a million dollars, cool. a million dollars is super cute. Cutie that's so funny. Cute. Gorgeous. That's guy like that's all that. Yeah. That's sexy. Million dollars. Sexy. Got a million. Cumberbund oh and shit. Yeah. Fucking all. Anyway. Not really. It turns around and then she's got gap teeth and yeah. she's oh. all rotten. Oh. She's got a Rickety. UTI. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> UTI. Jesus. No. Wow. That's awful. Wow. That was. Oh, it's true. You went too far. I did. Yeah. You made it weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Anyway, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash no simple road, guys. That's how you can support us monetarily. But if you want to do something for the show that doesn't cost anything, that means a whole shit ton to us, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or uh, Google Play Music or whatever platform you're listening to us on. That is the way that you can help spread the love and spread the word of the No Simple Road family out there without having to spend any cash. And with that being said, you know what? Let's do this episode, you guys. Oh, yeah. What is this episode? Without further ado, we give you Jasper. You guys. Wait, hold on. You just need to back up a minute. That was lackluster. This is a grandma and grandpa introduction. Oh, shit. I'll shut up. He just like flew right over it. So without further ado, here's Jasper. We'll hold your horses, Tiger. Okay, so so you two, are you ready? Yeah. Are we ready? So <laughs> what? What? So then now we're getting to the episode. Grandma, oh, Grandpa, I just did that. You shut me down because the Mel fuck, wasn't man? even included. You guys have to do it together. <laughs> this is monumental. Check wagon. This is the first no. time of you introducing uh, your no, grandchild no. You to ready? our audience. Here we go, babe. You ready? So. Without further ado, we bring you Prince Jasper Hazel Levin Wynn and his parents, Sydney and Adam. That was awesome, Al. That was a hell of a solo you did there. So we're all packed into the basement. It's pretty nice. It's nice and quiet down here. It's warm. It Baby's swinging in the baby swing. Pretty nice. Baby. That little Winter Wonderland baby. set up. Baby. There's a baby. There's a baby. He's right over there. Sydney. Yeah. Tell us all about the baby. Well, he's his own person. <laughs> <laughs> that little person was in you. I know. Isn't it crazy to think that, like, what is it how many days now? 15. 15 yeah. days today. He was inside your stomach. And now he's like, Swinging in a baby swing in the basement. It's crazy to think, but I feel like I don't know. Fifteen days. It's been a long time. It seems like <laughs> it seems a lot so, longer than fifteen days. Yeah, it does. Seems like more than a month. It has been his entire life. It's an entire <laughs> lifetime. Title. Yeah, yeah. It's his entire life. I just say so. Again, mom and I had talked about doing an episode about him getting here. Getting here. <laughs> like, his journey. Yeah, his journey. And so I guess maybe we should start with like 
the Saturday night. Saturday. The Saturday. Was it Saturday night or Friday? It was Friday. It was Friday night when I went into, like, when my water broke. And then um, went to the hospital, got there around 1.30. So it was midnight when my water broke. On the 10th, I guess. It was weird, though. Like, you weren't having contraction. It was the well, most was... relaxed, hey, I'm pregnant and having a baby and we're going to the hospital thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, I mean, I was having contractions probably a week before, like, here and there, randomly. You'd been having pre-labor for yeah, a, pre-labor a while. Yeah, pre-labor for a while. And then my water broke. The water breaking was really chill. It was like... Did it break or am I just peeing myself over and over again? <laughs> so that's got to be a weird thing. Yeah, and then what, is, what does it feel like? Like what part? Like the water breaking? Could I'm you feel myself. it? Yeah, well, guy, it's know. just like I was laying down, and then when I sat up, I was like, I feel wet. Like what? But I was it. It wasn't like gushing water like that's some people don't even know their water breaks because it's like oh maybe they couldn't hold their pee in for most of the pregnancy (laughs) yeah i was pretty good but i was like this is a little bit different and it's not yellow so you're like this is this is not pee yeah and then (laughs) (laughs) adam what was going through your head i mean it was definitely so, so mellow like you said it was just kind of like wait is this really happening like right now i was like Especially half asleep or she just yeah. herself what's going on because she was kind of like i don't know like we should just go back to bed for a little bit and i was like well maybe call so we ended up calling them and um they were like yeah they asked a bunch of questions and they're like yeah just cruise in and then we were there for like two days i think almost it was a yeah. long labor well it wasn't two days because we got there on the 10th it yeah. felt like the 9th because it was the night of the 9th but yeah. technically it was a 10th because it was one o'clock in the morning and then i had the baby at 2 a.m on the 11th so it was like 24 hours we were there but it felt like so two were you days pain that whole time like um Kind of, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, at least 20 hours of it was like I had no pain, like, relief. What? I, I didn't, like... So you had decided to do the whole thing natural, and you were you wanted to well, do, like, the birthing pool and that whole thing, so you were trying to hold out, right? Yeah, well, as natural as possible, mainly because... Like, I couldn't, I had to um, take a certain, I don't know, drug for me to go into, like, pretty much labor. What is that? Having the contractions? Pitocin. Pitocin. So, I guess when they gave me that, I was having normal contractions. And. All right, we're back. Microphone difficulty. So, Pitocin is what we were talking about. (laughs) Yes. After they were giving me, like, a normal dosage of that, I was having pretty bad contractions. But before, they weren't crazy, and they were, like, every five minutes or so, and they were, like, 30 seconds. So it was, like, it started to really hurt, and then it was gone. It was... 
it was a trippy thing. Like, so it was you, mom and Adam at the hospital. And then I don't remember why. Oh, mom, mom called me and asked me to bring her, her tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, which is weird and cool. Like I was like, okay, that's a, yeah. that's well, an I odd just, request, but not from thought, mom on while Sydney's having the baby. I always bring my tarot cards. Like if we go on vacation or For anywhere. a major event. Yeah. And I, because it was at midnight, I didn't think to, I didn't pack a hospital bag. So I wanted to have them. And I just have to say too, like, it was crazy because I mean, I know our family's like pretty much chill, we have a little bit of, you know, high stress on occasion, but for the most part, our energy is pretty chill. But to see you so relaxed in that time where you could clearly see that you were in pain, like it was written all over your face. It was so crazy as a mom to see that, like, just do whatever we can to get you feeling better, you know? And Mm -hmm. so being there with you, watching you go through that labor um, on the ball with the pool, getting in and out, like it was, it was amazing, like amazing and like crazy at the same time. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. And now that I'm like looking back, I don't even remember how I was acting. I don't remember what the pain was. You were the nicest pregnant woman (laughs) in labor. Like you see that shit in the movies like, get out of your fucking mouth, you know, that kind of stuff. And you were just like, hey. How's it going? Like, so chill. I think because it took so much out of me. I didn't have energy to be angry. <laughs> I do remember when I was actually pushing, though, I was like, "There, this is the easiest anyone's ever had it right now. Because I couldn't feel my contractions at that point. So I was asking the nurse to tell me when I was having a contraction. And I was like, are you ready for me to push? And like, <laughs> then I like was realizing I was just listening to them and trusting them so much and also like ready to give them whatever they wanted to so get the baby out. you feel your contractions or your legs or anything? Well, at that point, the anesthesiologist had come in and yeah. finally given her a dose that An epidural. Was, it was probably well, like four hours before I actually had the baby. Yeah, he gave her an epidural, but you were still in pain after the epidural. I was there. And that, that was happened. not, that's not normal. Like, so they had to call him back several times because there was also other births and stuff going on. And yeah. then when they g- finally gave her the epidural and they came in to check her cervix and they were like, okay, are we ready to have a baby? And it was... No simple cervix. It was too... It was not simple. <laughs> but it was like yeah. two in the morning or two something in the morning. And it was the craziest thing because she'd come in and I just was like watching Sydney. I couldn't sleep. And we'd all been up at for almost 24 hours at that point and finally Adam and Sydney crashed out for like a little tiny bit and I was like facing Sydney and just kind of like laying there watching her and then I saw the nurse come in I'm like oh, okay whatever no big deal and then well, they, she was the doctor the midwife in training yeah yeah the mid- which I didn't even know she was in training yeah so she comes in and then she like was like oh I'm gonna take a look at your cervix maybe which they saw weird. something hey I'm gonna take a look at your cervix how's it going well it had been hours, right? So then she undoes the the blanket from Sydney and turns on the light, and I saw my grandson's head. What? 
And she I was asked, like, she was like, do you want to fill your baby's head? No. After, that, she woke me up asking me that. And I had no, I, I, I didn't know. What he do was you coming mean? Up. What? Yeah, she did. I just remember like coming back after bringing the, the tarot cards and like, Jesus, Simon. Wow. Sorry about that, guys. So I, I walk in the room and there's like, Adam has like super chill music playing and the room smells like lavender and the lights are all dim and it's warm. It was a great. And everybody's just kind of like whispering to each other. And it was the most like the energy. You could feel the energy in the room, like something monumental is coming, is happening. You could feel it. It was like you could touch it and just sitting next to you and. It's weird as a parent to see your kid in pain like that, but be okay with it. Like when you, you'll you'll see when Jasper hurts himself, mm. you're gonna want to do whatever you can to make the hurt go away as fast as possible. But in that situation, it wasn't like that. It was totally like, wow, this is normal. This is what's supposed to be happening, and she has to go through it. I remember on Saturday night when you came home too, I was like, what are you doing home? You're not at the hospital. And you're like, I couldn't see my girl like that. She was in pain. And then on the phone, when you were talking to Mel, we heard in the background, we heard Sydney go, Oh, you're like, Oh, I can't do anything. And that that day was weird for us. This house was like on hold. We didn't know what to eat. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do with our hands. We're like waiting for the phone to ring. We're worried, but not. We knew everything was okay because you were at a great place with your mom and your man. And But it was really weird. Could not settle down. Couldn't get comfortable. And just, nothing, was, nothing was right because we were on edge yeah. just waiting. Nothing and it was, was cute right. to see Aaron like that. Aaron's just like, I don't know what to do, dude. Give me a hug. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him sorry. It's like, give me a hug, man. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it, like, I, I knew that you had to go through it and had to be okay with you being like that. And it's hard like to sit there and watch your kid moan. Oh. And no, you weren't screaming like you see in the movies. It wasn't like that, but you were, you could see that it was not fun. You know, and it was funny in hindsight, looking back, like when I first got there is when you had given up on the whole natural thing. And and I like that's when that's when the pain was getting to be crazy. (laughs) It was coming so often through this like this, sweetheart. There there ain't no shame in taking something at this point. I just remember she said it was so cute, too. You're like, it's too much. (laughs) Like the pain is too much now. And I was like fucking then don't deal with it like we don't have like thank god for midwives doctors modern medicine natural medicine all of it because you have an option and that's what was awesome is that you had an option in the birthing center we were supposed we had the pool out and you were gonna give birth in the pool which was a weird thing because in my mind i heard birthing pool and i had this picture of like a we room all, with all this. an indoor pool with like steps down into the pool and like the railing that you hold on to and maybe like jetted seats that you could sit in that, and have your baby. And I walk in the room and it's a kiddie pool. I, I, I pictured Adam pool. in the pool mm-hmm. with you, like like you're chilling in a spa like with his board, there Adam next with to his you. board shorts on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't like that. 
But I, when you said that to mom, you're like, it's too much. And I was like, Sid, there's no shame in taking something at this point. Like you've gone 16 hours. Enough's enough. And I went out to the nurse and I was like, hey, she's ready for some relief. And it was funny when they came in, she explaining the options. (laughs) And the first one is nitrous. And me and Adam and mom all looked at each other like, yeah, bring the nitrous tank in. (laughs) And we did say that. We were like, well, we're not going to do the second one, which I forgot because I just, yeah, I wasn't never going to do that. But the nitrous, I even wrote down when we did the water birth class that, oh, yeah, maybe I would do that. And we asked for it, but then they didn't have any masks. So they were running around the hospital looking for masks. I'll run to the store and get us some balloons. But you never even made it to the nitrous, right? No, because after they were looking for the masks, I was like, let's just do the epidural because this. It was going to take like a while for the epidural to kick in. And I was like, well, by then I'll probably be at my very like limit, you know? Yeah, but it was it was so. I wish I could explain with words there's the no way that it felt in that room. And well, after we did the tarot reading too, I mean, that oh was in God. between contractions, and that was really cool. Like we got, we picked some crazy cards, especially so, for that moment. Down, yeah, well. So I just was like, let's put all of our energy into this, like, reading. And I shuffled, and I had everybody else shuffle. And then I fanned out the deck, and Aaron picked first, and I picked second, then Adam, and then Sid. And we all turned over our cards, and out of the four cards, three of them were maternal cards. And two of the three of the cards had a crab, which is your um, astrological sign. And um, they were all cups. And it was like with emotion and water, which was all crazy because... There was the princess of... Of cups. Oh, she was cups? There was a princess of cups, a princess of discs. Mm. There was a prince of discs. Um, There was... um, Eight of Cups, and um, the opposite of the Eight of Cups. Then was, yeah, then there was like the Yin Yang. Yeah, whatever yeah. it was. But it was all about about transformation and um, birth and motherhood and newness and um, overflowing emotion and all right before you gave birth. I mean, doing a tarot reading in the middle of giving birth <laughs> that's not normal that's not normal is man. it not no it's normal I, for our family for our family well, but if people can look at, at people look at tarot decks and all that as like a card game and playing a card game yeah. is normal well, when the yeah. nurse walked in she was like oh you guys have the cards out great she didn't even know what we were up to yeah and i was like yeah well there was <laughs> one nurse that was rad as fuck and she came the next day to see the baby. And she was like, what name did you end up going with? And she was so cute. And Jasper was in a weird area. Is why it took so long. Because he was like not facing the right way or something. Stuck on your right hip. And so the same thing happened to her a year ago with her baby. And she told me how to get like the position to get him down. And, and it worked. It yeah. worked. That, that's when I woke up at two in the morning with his head coming out. Oh, shit. So, yeah, she was rad, but she was the one that saw. And 
even if she didn't know it was tarot cards, she like she still would have dug it. She would have been cool with it. <laughs> so, how long was the whole labor? Like twenty eight hours from the time we left. Well, if we if we say that she woke us up at like twelve thirty, so we got at the ha- to the hospital around one ish because it was pretty close, and then she had the baby at two thirty the next morning. So it was just like 26 just under, hours. Yeah. 20, a, a full day. But the actual like pushing of Jasper, he came out in 14, 14 minutes. minutes. That and dude. I just, up. I have to say, man, all that yoga and all that, those breathing exercises that was, I saw it work like firsthand. What do you mean? Explain that. Well, during the Sydney couldn't feel her legs, so I literally had to hold her one of her legs, and the nurse had the other leg, and so we're holding her in position, and her contractions were coming, and she couldn't feel them. So the nurse was like, "Okay, I'm going to let you know when to push," but the contractions come just a tiny bit before they can see them on the monitor. So we she had to trust the nurse saying like, "Okay, push," but she was already. It was already happening for her. Mm-hmm. So by the time she pushed, it was already kicking in. And her, like, I could see the baby's head, like, coming out and then go back in a little bit oh and then come out and then go back in a little bit. And then when she finally did push the head out, one more push after that is when his entire body came out. So, like, his head was That's like, That's and then trip. the entire body came out. And it was, I saw like our grandson piercing the veil of fucking life. Like I saw his head come out and then his whole body and then his body on her body. And he just immediately grabbed his, like went to his hand and started sucking. Like I, I I was wild. I was wild. (laughs) (laughs) You were shook. I, I no, it wasn't shook. I was like, "What the fuck did I just witness?" Like, I, I I don't know. There was no. I I say not shook because there was no movement. I was just in awe. Like if you see God, beho- you behold God, and you can't do anything but stand and stare. And I was like, my kid just did that. Like, it was the most proudest moment, the most craziest moment. And then Adam being there and the way that he was caring for her. And, like, it was the most amazing thing in my in the universe. So, so if it was shook, it was shook. If it was awe, it was awe. I don't, I don't, whatever you want to call it, it was amazing. When we were walking into the hospital together, Adam was walking behind me. And I was thinking, just a million different things, but walking in, I was thinking how fucking rad this dude is like such a champ all the way through all of this. And then there's so many women that get pregnant and the dude dips out yeah, or says he's going to be there and then isn't, or is there and is an asshole or just a million different scenarios. But he's like, rubbing her back and making sure that everything is taken care of for her and 
attentive and just sweet. So patient. Patient and dealing with all the fucking hormonal stuff and all of it without, I never, I've never to this day still heard him complain. Like after Jasper was born, these two were up for two days when they got home with him crying and just figuring out how to maneuver in life with a newborn. And he didn't even fucking make a peep. Like I walked into the room maybe two days in and he was standing there holding the baby and dancing with them. And the music was on and he looked so fucking tired. Like you look like you were about to drop dude. And still like smiling and just proud to have the baby bring him over here. I didn't bring the baby. Did your over. folks come the same day you guys got back from the hospital? Monday. Um. Yeah, they got here yeah. a day after, right? No, it's the same day because uh, you. Oh yeah, pick them up it was Monday afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah. Came home they... from work and everybody was here, which that was awesome. Yeah, it was cool Ooh. having them here, and they loved it. <laughs> and Jasper just joined us on the podcast. Yeah. He's sitting with Sydney, and his eyes are open, and he's looking at everybody, smiling. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So everybody out there, welcome Jasper, Hazel, <laughs> Levin, Wynn. Welcome, Jasper. Welcome, Jasper. We love you, buddy. He's so <laughs> beautiful, guys. We'll post a picture of his little cute face. But anyway, Adam, what was what was going through your head through all this with like watching Sid deal with that whole thing and and becoming a dad yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it was it's weird because sydney made it as you guys witnessed just so easy the whole way through like you say i I had to deal with a lot or not didn't say i deal with a lot but like the hormonal stuff and and all that like i feel like maybe twice in the nine months that sydney got weird on me for no reason and then she right after was like oh i'm sorry like it was just Way too easy. <laughs> oh, Granny's got to take the baby. Well, because I just like to see him Here he goes. Uh oh. He's probably hungry. He's probably hungry. I'm but... starving. <laughs> You're lucky, dude. Yeah. Super lucky. I agree. Yeah, two times in nine months. Wow. Everybody mentioned it. Like separately, Apple said it, Aaron said it, I thought it. Like, Sydney, for real, you had probably the most grace and class through this yeah, whole entire that's... pregnancy. Like, you looked beautiful every day. You, yeah, yeah, you got an attitude on occasion every day. You're freaking holding a baby and you're, and it's hard, but like, just your demeanor and even when we went in there it was just so easy you didn't make anything hard or difficult or it, it's just been a pleasure that's exactly what i said to mom at the end of all of it when mom finally got home and you were still there with the baby you guys were still there i said i am so proud of our daughter she just had a baby with such grace and and like class like you which nobody would think that no like, those aren't two words that you don't think about having a baby <laughs> but those were the things that like st- stood out to me like grace it wasn't a mess and it wasn't 
Which, Violet. you know, just let's let's just say this for any other woman that's been pregnant or being pregnant now, it's no shame to be a mess because it's a fucking crazy no, hell shit, experience. Man. I'd be no class. We're just talking about this one that I like. I just, I just can't. For me, it healed a lot for me because when I had Sid. I did have somebody who dipped out, you know, and I didn't have a partner and I didn't feel graceful and I didn't feel anything like that. And I just got to enjoy and help and be there. So like it healed my shitty pregnancy that I had. And that was to me, that's why Jasper's so important to me, not only because he's my grandson and he loves his grandma and he's amazing and beautiful but like he's a, a heal he's healing for me and i just i'm so grateful to have been there and i'm so glad you moved home for this and didn't do this on your own in la so glad that's who said that to you the other day about this is the way that you should do it like well, this is how they did it in the old days. I was talking to Joy, Apple's mom. That's right. And she said, well, it sounds to me like like the old days where the dad and the mom actually get to bond with the baby and they get to heal properly. And, and their moms and sisters and grandmas are there to help them. And that's exactly what it's been. Yeah. The baby doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be on the show. What do you think the biggest part of it was for you, Adam? Like the, because I know for me, like when I saw Simon, like when I saw him crown, is when I was like, it really dawned on me what was happening. Because as a dad, you're not experiencing contractions, you're not dealing with the baby inside of you, you're not, none of that. It's just, it's an ambiguous idea that a baby is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I saw him, it was like the realization washed over me of what was going down. Like, did you have that? Or you, um, you I, had, I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely had a, there, there was a moment when like in that little 14 minutes when um, Sydney was pushing where I was like beside her, holding her hand, help like breathing with her. And she it, she would push and she would get so so red and you could tell how hard she was trying to get this thing done and then in between i would just be talking to her and at one moment, point i remember just saying like and realizing like oh, holy shit he's coming like he's he's gonna be here in a second and i said that to her and she just had the biggest smile on her face and it was crazy because it's like she's going through hell right now and she's smiling and she's like beautiful and glowing mm-hmm. and like happy as can be in this moment when you think this is the moment where you're she's like punching you in the face cussing <laughs> you out screaming and she was like smiling at me like with the most beautiful smile i've ever seen in my life and that was definitely a moment where i, I was just like from then on i think i was in shock like in, in a good way though and then the first moment where i was just like overjoyed was probably that next day hanging out with him while she was taking a nap 
and just like holding them and just like looking at them. We were looking at each other and he was, he was so chill for the first 24 hours. He didn't cry once. Oh my God. Yeah. It was crazy. He didn't even cry. He just laid on her belly and just looked around. Yeah. He just was, he didn't do like, it was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that that was like a moment of like overjoy, just like, holy shit, he's here. And this is, the most beautiful thing and the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And it all hit me in like a, a really cool way and not, not scared anymore, not freaked out, just all excitement. Isn't it weird that like before that you, you have all these thoughts, like, I don't know what to do and it's scary. Mm -hmm. And then once you see them, like it's just gone. Yeah. Like it's instinct. It's a trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been cool. And, it's yeah, just like you said, you kind of just know what to do now, and it's yeah. Now you get to stay up all night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for another reason. Yeah, I mean, it's it's he's not. He's been the most he's amazing been baby. Awesome baby. Like, I don't care what anyone says about him. He is the sweetest, most calm, relaxed, healing baby there's ever been. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Like, he's just in my arms, just chilling. Even if he wants to eat, he just will. If you, like, rock him the right way, he'll just be relaxed and chill. What's his favorite album? <laughs> I'm thinking Rainbows so far. Radiohead? Yeah. He's a Radiohead fan? Yeah, every time I put that on, he chills out. He and was loving Jimi Hendrix this morning, too, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's good. This He's, baby has been surrounded by music since inception, yeah? And before, yeah. I just, you look at a little person like this, and I think about all the things that are, what's ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's an entire life being constructed right there. All the stages and ages and experiences and learning and sad stuff and happy stuff and scary and exciting and all of it like and then to be surrounded with so much love and open-mindedness and acceptance well like in this baby little jasper has such a plethora of people around him that are so different and so loving in different ways like being able to meet your parents and have them come here and oh my gosh see their beautiful loving energy and seeing him with his grandma your mom and his grandpa and and your sister and then my mom came and my my sister and and Dan which he'll be back to meet him but like all these people that have been able to come 
to meet little Jasper, like in his life, he's got such a, I don't even know what it is, but such a, a love Try. advantage, <laughs> such an advantage of love. And, and I don't know. Yeah. It, you think that, you know, some people, they are born into a family and like, it's just the two parents and they don't get along with their parents or, you know, I mean, I guess I don't really know how it is for, for anybody but us, Yeah, you know, but I just know that this dude (laughs) has so many people around him that would lay down their life for this kid and how fortunate. And that's something that, that Apple's dad said, actually. Apple's parents are amazing, by the way. They, yeah, they're good. They come, they're good. <laughs> look, they come in and they speak these words of wisdom and you don't even expect to hear it. It's just they're talking normally. And I was talking to Joy and she had just said so many morsels of beautiful things that only a grandma would know. And I'm just getting to be a grandma, so I don't know those things yet. And so to hear her saying those things was just like a little lightning bulb and just like a beautiful little delicious morsel to eat up and and put in my pocket for later, for when Jasper is a little bit older. Don't don't put morsels in your pocket. I I will. They'll go bad. (laughs) Um, Apple's dad said, oh, God, you know, this kid has such an advantage growing up with you guys living the way that you live because he's going to be exposed to so many different viewpoints, so many different concepts that other kids aren't going to be exposed to or have the opportunity to see. And he's really blessed. And I didn't, what we do is normal to me because it's my life. It's you not know, normal, babe. And hearing it from his perspective like that, like, stopped me in my tracks. Like, wow. Like, just the fact that you two, like, so right now you're living here with us. You don't have a place back in L.A. and you're moving back in January, right? We talked the other day and you guys still aren't sure what it's going to look like when you go back. And we were talking about me and Adam were talking about uh, you guys getting a tour van, a bus to live in. Just that alone. To us, it's normal to talk about that. It's a normal thing. But I guarantee if you went to the hospital right now, to the maternity ward, and talked to the parents there, you wouldn't get that answer from anybody else. That's well, unique. Not very many people yeah. know that. That's unique. It's becoming a little bit more commonplace, but yeah. When you guys have so many good friends and everything, that I can just picture it be like like the Dodgers winning the World Series. <laughs> like there's gonna be a little parade in LA when you guys go home of all the friends that are waiting to see him and hug you guys and love him and hold him. He's got a whole nother world that is waiting for him too. Mm-hmm. Of love and mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys got friends who are like, When are we gonna get to see the baby? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, already. There's the whole like the cube and your family in LA, your, your found family that you guys have created down there that are going to be involved in this dude's 
upbringing. Upbringing, yeah. I mean, what a trip. What a cool kid. I know it's the end of the episode, but we're going to do this to you. You guys understand. I know you get it. It's only a few seconds. And if I stop rambling, then... <laughs> not likely. It's not going to happen, is it? Oh, you're rambling already. Go to kushko.com forward slash podcast to check out our new sponsor, Kushko Holdings. It's a publicly traded company under the ticker KSHB. They do all kinds of stuff for the cannabis industry, guys. They have like child resistant packaging, uh, gases and solvents, vape products, and other branded solutions. They are amazing. They have sold over a billion units in the United States. They're all over the country. They're in every major cannabis market. You guys should check them out. Get your medicine. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's going to be surrounded by so many rad people, so many people that already love him and haven't met him. Angry face. It's, it's exciting, definitely. Even just the people that are already planning on coming to visit, like make a trip to Portland just to meet Jasper and hang out. It's like, it's pretty cool. What made you land on Jasper? Um, well, yeah, it was... that was a thing. That was a whole thing, or, yeah. <laughs> he didn't have... He legitimately did His name was name. Hazel for almost his whole entire existence in the belly. And that, that name came from us just walking a graveyard after we found out he was going down and we loved that name. So we stuck with it for a while and that, so that's his middle name. But Jasper was um, Sydney's idea and we just both instantly loved it. And then we looked up what it means and like this, I, I wear a Jasper stone uh, ring for the past like six years, and which is cool. I've had it for- I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just loved it. It was, it was really random, but Sydney, what, how did it come about Jasper? I know when you told me, I was like, that's, that name's cool. It sounds like a gunfighter. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, me and mom went to Crystal Heart. a Chris, yeah, Crystal Heart, a stone store, um, to get him to get the baby some stuff for this dream catcher I was making. I wanted to put stones in it. And we asked the man who worked there if there was, like, special stones for babies or motherhood. And um, he brought his book out, and he was telling us some things, and Moonstone was one of them, and a bunch of other stuff. And Jasper was one of them, too. And that he gave us, like a lot of options yeah, yeah. really it was like almost any stone can be a stone <laughs> baby. <laughs> but then um i was actually like looking at some and there was this cool circle one and i asked him to take it out and it was a jasper and that was one of the ones that he said was um and i don't i don't know what specifically jasper is for and all the different types of jasper are for so different things too, yeah they're healing um, yeah and i decided to get that and i was showing jesse murphy um all the stones i got and i told her it was jasper and she was like that's a cute name and I was kind of thinking that too, but I kind of needed somebody to like say it, say it before yeah. I did, because everything at that point could be a cool name, like stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she said that, and I was like, "Yeah, it is." And then me and Adam talked about it, and then he looked it up because he likes to know like 
what's the meaning the meaning stuff, yeah. and what do jasper stones look like and he found out that this like the stone he's been wearing forever that i've known him um was a jasper and he thought it was like red coral or something yeah. and we saw all these pictures and it's like the exact same thing it's like red jasper but yeah we had it was jasper and hazel and hazel's still his name i mean we're gonna call him that i love haze yeah that's a cool baby haze i like jazz (laughs) i like jazz too (laughs) so where did levin come from um that came from chris's mom text us the day we were going to leave the hospital like in the morning so you guys you had the baby he was there for a day and a half with no name yeah okay so they were making you name the baby before you left the hospital well yeah but you didn't have to you'd have to send it out though and then by that point it's like come on come on guys (laughs) really he couldn't figure out a name but um yeah she text adam this really sweet message the morning we were going to leave the hospital and said that she had thought of that name what was she coming from she was coming from the zen center she she like speaks at a zen center mm-hmm. and back home and chris's mom is is my best friend chris um who's been on this podcast before you guys know him um, but yeah, so she texted me that and she was like, this name just popped in my head. And she was like, maybe because he was born on 11-11, but it, um, it comes from a word that means to lighten. And it's the stuff you put in like bread and it lightens the bread. But to her, she was like to lighten, like bring light. To make, yeah. Yeah. And we thought that was just so cool. And we were actually filling out the birth certificate, like, or the form, you know, before we leave while we were doing it. And we were like, well, we both loved it. So we just threw it in there. And now he has four names. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just glossing over the whole eleven eleven thing, too. Like, his due date was the fifth. Yeah. And he hung out. And till... I thought I thought I was gonna have him on Halloween. I I knew I was gonna have him on Halloween. Uh, I was having these contractions. Yeah. I was ready. I went on Monday to see the doctor. She was like, "You won't last to your due date," and that was five days before the fifth so like what the 30th or something Mm -hmm. and i was like oh for sure this baby's gonna come out before november and halloween came and went i was annoyed that's the only time i saw you a little bit pissy about everything is the day after halloween you were just like yeah, I wanted him to come on eleven. Mom did say that, and I was like, "That's so far away. Yeah. Like, she there's no like, way." I hope not, so, because it's six days after, you know. But I felt it. Like, I dreamt of Jasper, and I didn't get to see his face in my dream. But we like met. We met, and I felt it was. I I just knew he was going to be special, and I was like, I don't know anybody on eleven eleven. That's his birthday, and I just felt it, and I just threw it out there. And it happened. So yeah. I'm 1122. Mm-hmm. He's 1111. And 2018 equals 11. Yeah. So he's 311s, basically. 311s. 311. <gasps> 311. Amber is the color three. of your energy. <laughs> wow. Um, I do see 1111 every day. Like mom sees 1008 every day. I have 
always seen 11-11. It's kind of the perfect time. I, I wake up just before that, which I have a great life that I can yeah, wake up do. around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And I'm always up around 11 o'clock. So I'll see it like multiple times a day. And it's crazy. Like I don't ever see like 538. Uh, like I'm always looking at the clock when it's 11:11. So, it's a cool I don't know. And also my agent called maybe 2 weeks before the baby was born just to see how I was and he asked when the baby was like due and I told him the 5th and he was like, "Well, you should try to wait till the 11th cuz that's my birthday." And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. And he called like on the 13th and he was so funny. He was like, yeah, you didn't wish me happy birthday. He's like, what were you doing? Were you just <laughs> what were you hanging out? Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I mean, that's the only other person I know that's born on 11-11. But he even threw that out there and mom threw it out there previously. And I always saw 11-11, so... I love I that. Had, I that's told funny Sid too. that Jasper's been, yeah, Jasper's yeah. been talking to her all these years, telling her eleven eleven is going to be his day to get here. Wow, it's that's rad. That's super powerful. Those numbers are super cool, and I love that mine is eleven twenty two and he's eleven eleven. So mm-hmm. it's like one generation removed. And yeah, he's lucky little dude, man. So, babe, what? How has uh, the title of grandpa changed you and your outlook? Because I know that it's watching you with the baby is the fucking cutest thing in the universe. But like how you feel about being a grandpa to this little. So when I came home after the first time that I met him, the thing that like felt impressed on me the most other than like, Oh my God, I'm in love with this kid was like the urgency in myself to manifest our farm. That's what it like made me want to hurry and do it so that he could be like able to come be at our farm and Mm -hmm. play with the animals. Yeah. be in the open space and breathe that air and learn that kind yeah, of life. Yeah, to build a playground. So yeah. I picture now, too, to have, like, the old school. And also, like, you and Simon are doing your own thing. You have your own life. You're an actress, and you're a mom. And Simon is going to graduate high school and go. He can't wait to get out of here and go do his own thing. And I feel like being a grandpa m- means that I have to leave a legacy for them, for you and Simon and him. And having that farm, having it be there after I'm gone, for all you guys to be able to always be together there is like the most important thing that I could do in this life is having somewhere for the family to gather and always come together. And when your life gets crazy, you have a safe haven 
and somewhere to ground and just be you and pick up shit. I just I'm sitting here. I got Johnny Cash in my head now. You can have it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it just means it, it, it made me feel that. And I really like the, the feeling of having a baby in the house and not having all the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> like when he's taking his shit and I'm holding him and I can be like, <laughs> Hey mom, like change the diaper, man. Mom, dad, I don't mind doing it. But I don't have to. I want to be involved in all of it. I know you do. I'm a looky loo. I'm a busybody. Helicopter Grammy. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I, yeah. It's, I love him. It's it's makes it's made everybody young. It's like a rejuvenation having a baby. Having you guys be here, and now that he's here, we get to be kids again. Like today, I get to do a Santa photo shoot with him. We all are like it. it, it how can you not? You said it the other day, Mel. It's like he could be in the crabbiest mood, like walking upstairs going, fuck this day. But I'm now walking the room and you see the baby and it's like, oh, you can go from like <laughs> asshole to like, oh, little baby. And yeah. Like it makes everything just so much better. We all get to be kids, all the toys, all the him learning to play all kinds of instruments and be himself and dance and that's How the cutest too when babies start to, when when he's growing up the first time they start grooving. Oh my god! Picking up on a groove that. and he you know he's gonna have some groove. I was gonna say, how do you guys feel about being parents? Has it like what's that feel like now that if you're not pregnant anymore, you're not going through that now it's baby. Um, it was hard at first, like. A new job, learning the new techniques and who's who and what's what and things like that. But I feel like it's all very instinctual. And Hello. I'm sorry. How was me? Technical difficulties. We're, We're still going. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like if you just follow your instincts, follow your instincts on this one. <laughs> but there's been definitely things that are challenging. Like like, what? like just I think I'm I'm so spoiled cuz he sleeps during the night and he's an angel about that, but if oh, he is he's smiling so hard right now. He is totally smiling. <laughs> But the first couple of days, like not having enough sleep, I was like, oh, I just don't know how this is going to, I shouldn't be a zombie and like, (laughs) you know, but I feel fine now. And there's some things where I'm like, I look into my life in the future and I'm like, oh, nothing I was doing before is going to be the same. And some of it's like a death to the old times. And that's a little emotional and it could be upsetting, but then I'll look at him and he's just a perfect little angel. And I'm like, well, if that's a death to those times and it's new life for our future and it's going to, there's no way it's going to be boring. There's no way it's going to be bad. Like, no, so I wanted to ask you guys that too. Like, I, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit on the side, but like, 
you guys have a very eclectic lifestyle in LA. You know, Sid, you're an actress. Adam, you're a fucking rock star. Like, and, and more than that, and and mm-hmm. you work all these other jobs, and like your life is not normal. So, how does it? How do you fit this guy into that? Into that kind of life? Like, how do you see that working? Um, I honestly feel like it's going to be easier than the average person's life, nine to five job type, because we get to be around more, um, whether like if I'm busy, like I have to leave for a few days tomorrow. So I, I'm going to be gone for a few days, but I've been with him every second for the past 15 days, which is like most people would be at work eight hours a day, coming home dead tired, staying up all night with them. And then having to go do it again. So I just feel extremely blessed that we have this lifestyle that we've created. And it is hard. Like we have to work all the time. But it's a different kind of hard. Like it's fun. We love it. We're, we're pursuing what our passion, our dream. And um, yeah, we just have more time to be around. And I just think he's going to be along for the ride. And like we were talking about earlier, all the family we have in L.A., we have a laundry list of people that will watch him and that we trust a hundred percent if we need it. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're just beyond blessed, honestly. Like I can't even imagine it any other way. And, um, and then I have like the best partner I could ever imagine. You guys are so fortunate. Like I love watching you guys figure your stuff out because Sydney you know that we're twinsies and a lot of my stuff that I've dealt with you've kind of picked up and almost like perfected it and then seeing Adam um, just take the reins with the baby and walk in I I run downstairs when he's crying and then I, I open up the door and just see Adam like dancing with the baby or you're like nursing and Adam's like on the phone calling doing working and like it just makes me feel like everything's okay in life everything's okay with the baby everything's okay here like not I don't want you guys to move back for one second but I'm so excited to see what you guys do also and how all those wonderful people and I really have to just mention him again Dan like he him coming here has filled a void in me of that uncle role you know like first of all I'm fortunate enough to have Apple as my brother. Um, but then Dan came in and is Sydney's like playmate and he is so amazing with her. And to see the kind of relationship hold on you guys, we gotta Uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> Little dude. He got angry. Pops is taking the baby. I was holding him the whole time and now he needs his daddy and mama. He needs milk. Back yeah, well. he needs. Sorry, back to Dan. Dan came here and was <laughs> hoping to catch the baby. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully, Sydney was going to have him while Dan was here, but that didn't happen. And so he um, he left and did this amazing video with the podcast. But being able to spend time with him and seeing how he relates and re- interacts with Sydney and Adam 
to me, that was like, um, it was like a dream come true. It really was. It was like seeing some blessing manifest as a person to capture all these gorgeous, beautiful moments in life. And Dan is just such a sweet, humble, funny, um, no nonsense kind of a guy mm-hmm. and to have him as the baby's uncle and in our life and to record all those beautiful moments of yeah. him walking and talking is it's almost as good as me being there mm-hmm. and and so dan just he he created that an uh, ease in my spirit of when you guys move back that i can feel comfortable yeah Dan's a really special guy. And I'm, that's like one of the people that Adam was saying that we have like a laundry list of beautiful, beautiful people that even if the baby's just around and has their energy, not even if they're taking care of him or whatever, but just being around and having them rub off on the baby a little bit is is beautiful like even when I had the baby shower in LA it was like Dan was the first person there he was there the day before too like (laughs) hanging out brought some stuff for the day tomorrow and then was like there a couple of hours early and it was the last to leave and it's just so sweet to have such a good person in your life yeah and and also cheer them on because when I first met him, I, I was just like, this guy needs to be doing like what he wants to be doing. Yeah. And life. yeah, to live his life exactly how he wants to. And he's definitely the kind of person where like you give him some love and he actually listens to it. It's not like, oh no, it, it's it's okay. I'm not really like that. Like you tell him what he means to you and he'll take that to heart because he's an observer and he listens. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's so good at doing what he does and creating a... He captures love on film. Yeah. yeah. He, like he really that video does. he made for, for us... The first time I watched it, I was standing outside at work and I started bawling and laughing at the same time. And I was like, how the fuck did he capture the way it feels for me to be on the porch? How does he know? And while he was yeah. doing it, it was so unobtrusive. He was mm-hmm. still hanging out. Like, mm-hmm. he's the cameraman, but he's still hanging out. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, just keep doing that. And just, like, so nonchalant, such so easygoing. And I was thinking, like, he's. I, I saw him watching you screwing the things on and, and recording it. And I've seen the work that he's done with Sydney before, so... I have an idea of how he puts things together, but when you're part of what he's putting together, you don't necessarily see it, you Mm -hmm. know? And then to see the whole thing wrapped up in this beautiful gift on it. And with shout out to children of Indigo, because that amazing song that they created based on our interview was and has been like uh, it makes me feel like home when i hear that song it makes me feel like being on the porch with everybody Mm -hmm. and so dan 
picking that song and putting that together and wrapping it up in that beautiful song is just as beautiful as that little baby wrapped up in yeah. his little blanket. Like, amazing. It is really sweet. It's all sweet, and it's a beautiful time. It's the holidays, and it's really the time to appreciate the people you have in your life and the family you have and the family that you've created for yourself. And, yeah, I'm so, so grateful that I have people who love me but now love the baby just as much and I don't know I have felt lonely during the pregnancy and I think it was just so I could have moments of reflection because this future I think is going to be packed with people and good times and crazy things and I think maybe it was just me needing some alone time to yeah. to feel to feel that independence before the storm type yeah. of thing. Yeah. You've I mean I understand that like being a parent is um instinctual on a lot of levels. But there's a lot of it that isn't that you have to your character is built into what kind of parent you are and watching you with him makes me proud as your dad, like you're such a wonderful mom and so soft with him. And he loves you so much, Sid. And, and then watching Adam be a dad, being a father myself and having raised two other people I know what it takes Mm -hmm. and so seeing that reflected in somebody that you brought to the table is mind-blowing to me and when he looks at you or looks at the baby you can feel the love that's there it's it's a tangible thing and it there's this silly saying, preach the gospel and use words when necessary. And I feel like that's you guys like in action, you see the love that's there. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be broadcast. It doesn't have to be stated or said, all you have to do is look and pay attention for two seconds and you could see it. And it's really cool, man. Adam is not a man of many, many words. Like it's not that he doesn't talk. He just, talks when he needs to and he says things so simply and beautifully and to see somebody like you just said use speak with their actions and convey love through touch or sensory it's it's one of my favorite things it's one of my favorite things ever to watch and and to know that that's that's my grandbaby's daddy. Shit. That's, mm-hmm. That baby hit the lotto. That's who I, like, okay, when I call the grandbaby to see how he's doing, when I call Jasper up, Adam or Sydney is going to answer the phone. And that's who's my grandbaby's parents. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Yeah. 
It's amazing. Yep. <laughs> Yay, us. <laughs> I don't care how self-serving it sounds or what, but fucking amazing family we built. Yeah, and that includes everybody that everybody. listens to, that, man. Yeah, the family. Look, I, when I say family, I always say this on the show. If I say family and you feel like it applies to you, it applies to you. It doesn't just apply to the people that I give birth to because then that'd be a pretty small percentage. (laughs) It applies to people who are in our earshot or arm's length and feels that love from us. That's who our family is. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. (laughs) <laughs> so well, uh, a quarter of our crew has taken yeah, off. We, I don't know yeah, where Apple, Jasper, <laughs> Apple, uh, and Dad are gone. <laughs> Baby swing is empty. Still rocking. Couch is half empty. But well, we do have a photo shoot too. Yeah, check uh, this out, guys. We're gonna Apple's gonna do a photo shoot with the baby today, and he's gonna be Santa Claus. So we set up a thing in the basement, a North Pole, with uh, <laughs> the Santa chair and the whole thing, so that the baby can do his first photo shoot with Santa Claus. And mm-hmm. better to be Santa Claus than Uncle Apple. We're all I gonna know. take pictures with Santa. Oh yeah, I, oh, I, yeah. I you, you better all... believe I'm Good. sitting on Santa's yeah. lap. Yeah. My picture taken today. <laughs> it's not just Christmas. First, first mm-hmm. Christmas. It's all of our. <laughs> <laughs> so no, this is um it's just been really amazing you guys and to hear all of the beautiful things that um i just wanted to say to um carolyn from the bay area if you're listening um this episode definitely for me i have you in mind too like i want you to be able to see that motherhood is it can be anything and it can look like anything you know, like there's women out there who have never given birth, but are mothers. They're mothers to their cousins or their little brothers or their friends' kids. Um, and so mother is a term for a nurturer. And that's really what it is. And so motherhood to me has been nurturing what, what I've got, what's been given to me and what has been put around me. And... I just want you, all of you out there to know that love is strong and it's a huge deal to people. And look at that baby coming in. Quiet, sweet. Sorry, I had to interrupt myself. But um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I I got nurturing and and it won't fade away. Being a mother is not just having a baby. Yeah. It's not, you guys. It really isn't. It's it's a privilege. Motherhood is definitely a privilege. And I am grateful for the privilege of watching my daughter become one. So and wait, being if motherhood is a privilege, here. then grandparenthood is a double privilege. Hell yeah. My mom would always say, when Over you're a mom, privilege. you'll find out for yourself. Uh, yeah. And then I became a young mom. And she's like, when you're a grandma, you'll find out for yourself. And I became a young grandma. And I totally can see where my mom was coming from. This is something that you have to experience to understand. No amount of uh, dialogue can get you to understand the blessing and the wonder and the beauty that it is to be a grandma or a grandpa. You're overprivileged. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're overprivileged. You're privileged plus two. (laughs) So we're going to 
all get dressed and Apple is going to put on his Santa costume. He's already started with the Santa, you know, flannel pants. Well, these are, yeah. yeah. These <laughs> and we're all going to sit on Santa's lap today mm-hmm. and take pictures. And yeah. before we go, I just want to say one more time, Adam, I love you, man. Mm-hmm. And thank you for taking care of me. I daughter. love you too. And Sydney, I'm proud of you, baby. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. You're Thank like, you, oh, Dad. Hey, you, know. you. <laughs> you guys are killing it. This baby's killing it, you guys. Oh, this my baby. gosh. Look at the baby. He is killing it's it with his behavior, I, with his looks. His behavior. <laughs> How does that behave any other way than cute? I just got to say it is so cute. I just went up there worrying about because I feel like a big oaf with a baby around. Me and Ryder talked about this. I'm like afraid I'm going to break him when I <laughs> hold him. I've hardly held him because I'm so worried about like getting him dirty and exposing him to me. You know, like I'm a big like I'm Shrek. Come here, baby. You know, like. but I just went up with Adam. I was worried about him with Darwin and everything and going. Adam's got like down the one-handed technique. He's got the baby here. He's got the baby bottle, squirts it on his arm to test the heat. <laughs> and I'm just standing there watching. I'm like, okay, you got I me. Mean, I assisted a little because I was standing there, but he's got it so down on like his own, just natural instinct. I was like, damn, dude. Nope, not hot enough. A little more water, baby. <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's all this is awesome to see you, you guys. It's fun. All right. Santa time. Let's do it. All right, guys. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. So, everybody out there, remember, follow us on Instagram. Check us out at www.nosimpleroad.com. And that is where you can find all the past episodes. And you can sign up on the family tab and get the newsletter and buy shirts. and Or not shirts. Don't buy shirts there. Um, Pins and stickers. And remember to leave those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Because they mean a lot. And if you want to support this family monetarily, you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and help us pay for our hosting and all the little things that we do. And I just want to wish you all a good week and a happy holiday. And remember to smile at a stranger. And if you haven't already, check out Jasper's dad's uh, band, Swim. They rock. And um, I'm really proud of them. So. And check out. Dan's page, Dano Spimoni. Dano Spimoni on Instagram. Yep. Awesome photographer, videographer, and he is the man responsible for that No Simple Road promo video that you can see on YouTube or Nosimpleroad.com. Made me feel so proud of him, us, everything. Kind of looked professional. Oh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, we look like we know what we're doing and oh, stuff. having so much fun. Yeah, everything's awesome. slow. Laugh. <laughs> All right, guys. He's gonna look good. Merry so, Christmas. Another Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy days. <laughs> and whatever I left out, happy that too. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Be happy. Peace.
more so we may think But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. <laughs> 